This is BSS Carolinas, live from Charlotte, North Carolina. We are proudly sponsored by Attitude Broadcasting with your host, Rocky. The next one said JJ Barrett. I was like, what? <laughs> what JJ Barrett get a player to week? Go up to number four, a serviceable player. Pitts Patrick. I'm going to say Summit Foundation. Jason Garrett. <laughs> Mr. 315. The Cowboys. <laughs> Wait a minute, Jason Garrett's the coach for Dallas? I'm going to have a name. Jesus Shuttlesworth. <laughs> Don't give him a pass on that suit either and that hat, Tom Brady. Probably the best. And Big Shot. And ain't nobody fresher. I'm in Mason, Martin, Margiela. Yeah. Tom Brady. Global losers. Dude. Gotta show them love while you can. The Doodoo Browns get their first <laughs> win of the season. Bill Belichick. He got game. Be Reggie Langford. Who the hell is this running back? Cowboys. They holding up to six, baby. This segment's sponsored by Cody Zeller. You are listening, listening to BSS Carolinas. Welcome to BSS Carolinas on Stitcher, Spreaker, iTunes, iHeartRadio. I am your host. Let the people say my name. It is a glorious day here in Charlotte, North Carolina on this great Thursday afternoon. Joining me in the studio is the one and the only. Boy, please, just take your ass to Chicago and go sit at that green round table. That would be him. B3 Exponent. Live from the campus of the Connecticut School of Broadcasting. Where you can work about making your dream come true. 1 800 TV Radio. Go CSB.com. Get in here, sign up to take the tour, and hopefully you will want to join up with this great organization and work to make those dreams come true. And as always, we are sponsored by the Attitude Broadcasting Company. We put attitude in broadcast. The only ABC for 2018. That's right, man. I can't wait. We got a great weekend. There's going to be a great game uh, Sunday afternoon in, we, we in think? Charlotte, North Carolina. No, there will be. In Charlotte? Yes, we're going to have family game night. Uh-huh. It's going to be great. Nice. It's going to be a great game. Oh, there's something else after that? A family game night, okay. Um, how competitive is your family game night? Are y'all pretty y'all competitive, bet? man? So it won't be. We nice. don't bet money. We actually have a trophy. So it won't be nice for the other families that don't win the trophy. That's right. <laughs> Go home with nothing. So if it's you, all blood. you and the missus don't win, is it no no nookie for Rocky? <laughs> uh, it's me, my wife, my son-in-law has to work or son-in-law. My Stepson has to work, so he won't be there. Usually, he's a ringer, uh, but you know we play against the in-laws and and her sister and stuff, so we'll have to win it. Y'all better cheat. Hey, do what we got to do. Uh, set man. it up for y'all to win. Oh, we'll be all right. We'll win that. We we'll do win. not commend cheating. Let's just put that out there. Say what? But if you got to do it to win and don't get caught, go for it. Go for you it. Like that. You like that. He like likes that. that. He's going to like that paycheck he's getting. He will like that money he's getting. Uh, we'll, we'll see. We're definitely – we got a great show today. We got the last segment coming on this one. Uh, we are on Facebook Live. We're not on Periscope this week. We'll be back on Periscope next week. Uh, but let's get into our first segment. Now I'm sitting here talking to you. Drunken on the run, I'm sitting at a bar on the inside, waiting for my ride on. 
who you sitting at the bar with. In the trailer park, so why All right. the keys to her father's car? And crash that Chevrolet. And I stepped away. I stepped away, y'all. There's not a more appropriate song for where we're going. Who you sitting at the bar with right now? Carson Wentz. Oh. Are you really hoping that Nick Foles wins the Super Bowl while you are on the sideline with a torn ACL? Or you are quietly rooting that Nick Foles looks like crap and that this is why they got you? And you will win it when you come back. Nick Foles is out there for you, man. Are you hoping that Nick Foles, I mean, Carson Wentz, are you hoping that Nick Foles doesn't show up? Are you that kind of a guy? Are you that selfish kind of guy? I am sitting at the bar with Nick Foles. What the hell is in your drink to make you play like you did last week? The cream and the clear. I'm like, dude. I mean, hey, I can't argue with him. And you know, I actually, too legit, and I was talking about it the other day. He texted me, What if the Browns come to the Eagles, offer the first pick and the fourth pick for wins? Do you do it? Hell yeah. Because then I can take. If you're the Eagles, do you do it? Yeah. Why? Because then I can take that kid from Wyoming who hasn't had an ACL tear on his left knee as within the last month. So you giving up on Wentz already? Yeah, absolutely. You know, this is Carson Wentz's second year, and he's torn his ACL, and he's probably not going to be back for all the next season. So let me go move on to a new young quarterback, and I could add a high-end defensive player, another high-end offensive player with a number four pick, and I just give the Browns a hurt quarterback. Absolutely. Absolutely send the paperwork over right now. Go ahead. How I I don't see how you doing it, man. I can't. I couldn't do it. Shoot. You just, this guy went just come off an MVP type of season. So, so he's also torn his ACL. No, he did, and, I, and the LCL. So you think they should move on? Yes, on if if they offer that, yes. All right, you get two of the top four picks. Yes. All right, I'm gonna tell legit that I'm. You know, I I get, I get off it. that hurt quarterback so quick. I wouldn't even think twice. What? Yeah. Send over the paperwork. Go ahead. Go right ahead. Damn it. All right. All right. Let's go into No offense, Carson. We love you. We appreciate your year and 13 games that you played, but come on. All right. You don't want to make an enemy out of me. And I'm looking right into the camera. And I'm going to see it again. You don't want to make an enemy out of me. All right. Enemy of the week this week. (sighs) Enemy of the week. Damn it, the Patriots, because I don't want them to win. Please don't let them win. I hope I'm wrong with this pick. I am not. I I cannot become a Patriots fan. Damn, I hate them. (laughs) Come on. Come on, Eggles. Feagles are my enemy of the week. Listen, somebody asked me the other day on Facebook, would you not want your – league your division to all have Super Bowl rings. No. 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 I don't want to because you know we would be the only friend the only division to have every team win a Super Bowl. And who cares about that? I don't care. I, I don't care. I, I don't care. We don't care. I don't want the Eagles to win a Super Bowl. You never want your division rival to win a Super Bowl. 
Because then you got the when you go in because the Cowboys and the Eagles probably going to be the Thursday night game if they win. And the Cowboys got to sit on in Lincoln Financial Stadium and watch the Eagles raise that right. Super Bowl banner. Or they'll do a Super Bowl TV. rematch or whatever. No, you know how the first games uh, yeah, usually work sure, out, sure. Thursday night games. Especially well, you had Denver and Carolina a couple years ago. Yeah, the Super Bowl rematch. And, I mean, last year was the Patriots and the Chiefs. I don't know where they pulled that one from. Yeah. But, I mean, if I'm an NFL schedule maker and the Eagles do win the Super Bowl Thursday night game, it's going to be the game. Cowboys and the Eagles. Probably no, will. No, no questions asked. <laughs> Put it out there. I just, come on. You know how many views that game is going to get? Oh, no, it would be crazy. Yeah. First game of the year. First you game. Know Cowboys are – they're fired up. They got their full squad back. They don't have to worry about no Zeke issues. Hopefully, he doesn't do anything this offseason or anything else. That coming fun. back for his third year and the Eagles raising the banner. Ah. That, 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 I mean, that just you screams that, TV coverage. When you, It screams that I'm sick because <laughs> you just said that. Uh, let's go into our top fives this week. Top Super Bowl MVPs of all time. We'll start with that one. Number five, Eli Manning. Two Super, two Super Bowl MVPs beat the only guy to be able to beat the New England Patriots in Super Bowls. Granted, his defense was hella, hella good. Hella good. But, man, Eli, Eli, Eli. This, how, many, how many players have multiple Super Bowl MVPs? There's not a lot. There's a lot, a lot. All right, so that's your number five. Yes. I'm going with Von Miller, Super Bowl 50. Von Miller was – He tore it up, man, and he was the reason you guys didn't win that year. I mean, bottom line. Who you got number four? Number four. Let's go with Jerry Rice. Multiple Super Bowl MVPs. Um, I think – the year we won Super, they won Super Bowl twenty nine. Steve Young threw for six touchdowns. Jerry Rice caught three of them. <laughs> he was on fire. He lit up the San Diego Superchargers. And then in Super Bowl twenty four, he was unstoppable again. Jerry Rice won the goat. <laughs> Jerry Rice. I am going to go with uh, Emmitt Smith Super Bowl twenty eight. Man, just you know, huge game. That's not – it was the second Bills game, not the blowout. Hmm. So, I'm going to go with that game. He had over 180 yards rushing, three touchdowns. Just, you know, key to the offense. Game. Yeah. Magnificent game. Uh-huh. Who you got? Number, Number three. three. Ray Lewis. All the stuff that was Ray Lewis was doing that coming through that year took Trent Dilfer – no wide receivers to th- that you can even remember to try to name. Shannon Sharp on his last legs and decimated the New York Giants in that Super Bowl that year. That defense was so freaking scary. They only allowed 10 points a game that year, and Ray Lewis was so dominant that year, And they year, beat man. them 34-7. They beat the crap out of the New York Giants that year. Uh, Kerry Collins had four picks, sacked three times. I mean, that was the most – I want to say that was the most lopsided One of the most Super lopsided Bowl Super Bowls ever. ever. I mean, Not including that 52-10 to 10 wipe that the Cowboys. Bills got, Cowboys put on the Bills. 
That's or that forty nine to ten wipe that the Broncos got put on by was it the Redskins? Yeah. Doug Williams that year. But you know when the Cowboys beat the Bills like that, they act they were I want to say they were kind of in the game. They were until the Cowboys erupted on them. So, yeah. I, I like Ray Lewis at number three for me. I, I'll get a defensive player in there. Ray Lewis, number three? Yeah. I'm going to go Steve Young, Super Bowl 29. He he was incredible. He was incredible. That's the year – that's against the Chargers in that Super yeah, Bowl. Six they, touchdowns. They wiped them. The four, See, Eagles – you better take a page out of what the 49ers did. They were up big, but they did not let up. They scored a touchdown damn near every time they touched the football. Don't let up. You better do the same better, thing. Don't, do not let up. Nope, you can't. Uh, number two for me, Jim, did you say yours? Number two? Tom Brady. Oh, Tom Brady. Sorry. Multiple Super Bowl MVPs. Wait, is there one game? Last Mine is last year. Down 25. Down 25, yeah. This got to be last year. No, I would say um, Super Bowl thirty eight against us. Like we had, we did everything. We shut down all the top flight quarterbacks that year, and Tom Brady had a masterful game. He was unstoppable, and then he led the game winning field goal drive against us in the final seconds. Yeah, I mean Brady had a lot of help from James White last year. James White was unbelievable last year. What, he had three rushing touchdowns in that game or something? He did. And 100 yards rushing and plus some receiving yards. James White was unbelievable last year. No, James White was incredible. I'm surprised he didn't win MVP last year. But still, Brady just uh, – Joe Montana, Super Bowl 24, man. He was – that's the Denver game. Yeah, that was my number one, Joe Montana. I mean, oh, Joe, 4-0 in Super Bowls, too. When they showed up and you know they were in the Super Bowl, that was it. The yeah. Cincinnati Bengals, their only chance to ever won one, John Taylor in the drive. Both times. Both times. Twice. Damn. I was listening to Anthony Munoz, Munoz talking about it today. Twice. They just they couldn't beat them. They could not beat Joe uh, I got Tom Brady number one, man. But all right, uh, let's. That's our one top five. You want to tweet us at uh, BSS Carolinas? Tweet us. Let you know. Let us know what. And you I think know we left a lot of great names off of there, yeah. but we're just going by what we what we've lived through. I didn't see Bradshaw and Lynn Swan and them. Right, Stallback. I could add. There's like really great ones. Uh, let's go into our next top five real fast. Top five Duke players, college basketball players of all time. I'm going to let you start number five. J.J. Redick. Four years, four years senior, won the championship. Man, the man was the all-time three-point maker in the NCAA until recently. I mean, J.J. Redick had an outstanding career for Duke, man. You cannot fault J.J. Redick. Way to go, J.J. No, you can't. J.J. Reddick? J.J. Reddick. That's a good one. Uh, I'm not going to go with him. I'm going to go with... Uh, you better not go with Danny Ferry. <sighs> J.J. Reddick. Oof. Jean Betty, yeah, yeah. 
Yeah, figure. I mean, they got that right. Looking at that list, they got that right. Um, I might move Bobby Hurley down a little bit. Cause I mean, I'm I love Shane Battier. Shane Battier is my guy. I'll this one. I'll go with. Uh, I'll start with Shane Battier. I mean, five. I, and I there's gonna be some honorable mentions like Johnny Dawkins is definitely an honorable mention. Um. The guy that does college basketball now, I can't think Jay of Billis. Jay Billis, honorable mention. He was all right, though. He wasn't, you know. I mean, Jay Will, honorable mention. Oh, there's a bunch. If you want to go through honorable mentions. Elton Brand, uh, Don't forget mention. Mike Jeminski. Mike Jeminski, honorable uh, mention. Chris Duhon, honorable mention. I mean, there's been a lot of Duke standouts. Jason uh, Williams. Jason Jay Williams. Williams. Uh, Jay Will, honorable mention. Um, Nolan Smith gets an honorable mention. Uh, Carlos Boozer. Booz gets an honorable mention. Mike Dunleavy Jr. gets an honorable mention. There's a lot of honorable mentions, but this is the top uh, five. Jeff Mullins, Sheldon Williams, Elton I Brand. I forgot about Big Sheldon. Yeah, Sheldon Williams, Elton Brand, Trajan Kyle Singler, Changing Lane. Oh, man. I forgot about Trajan uh, Boozer, John Shire, Chris Duhon, and Tommy Amaker. See, see, there's a lot of honorable mentions, but we talking about top five. Yeah. And number four for me. Brian Davis. Bobby Hurley. I'm going to put Bobby Hurley at number four. He was the point guard on that team. He he drove people sick, man. But he the that Duke team that stayed together those three, four years. You won't see you won't see stuff like that anymore, man. So I, I like that team. I like that team, but I like Bobby Hurley at four. I won't put this guy on the list just because he's the most hated Duke player. I think now it might be Grayson questionable. <laughs> uh, him and Grayson are tied for the dirtiest players in Duke history. Brian Davis should be up there somewhere. Yeah, but like him those two, this guy, J.J. Reddick, man. I mean, you just people. Oh. You know, hate it, but, man, he could shoot. He, you know, from anywhere. So, I got him number four. Let's shout out another honorable mention, Gerald Henderson, three years at Duke. He had a solid career. He didn't have the best of talent around him. You got Woj. Wojciechowski, Steve Wojciechowski, Jeff Capel. There's been a lot of players that go through that Duke program. Yeah, but I wouldn't. And that, those were the down there. years, though, with yeah. Wojciechowski and Jeff Capel and them trying to refine themselves. Number three for me, Shane Battier. Number 31. All four years at Duke. Won a national title. Was the captain of that team, man, one of the best college play, basketball players of all time. Shane Battier was the truth by the time his senior year came around. He could shoot it from the three land. He got inside. He made free throws. He always could defend. And people just hated him because he was such, you know, Mr. Nice Guy, always smiling. Didn't let things bother him. Mr. Clean profile. But the man could play ball. He absolutely play ball. Absolutely, he could. Uh, that's a good one. And listen, he was a he was a decent NBA player. He's a assistant coach for Miami right now. He's a champion in the league. He's right. a champion in college. There's very few players that have done that. But my number three is one of the best players they ever play at Duke. Man, I don't care what Danny Ferry. You like Danny Ferry? I, uh, I don't like him, but dude, you can't question the guy when he was at Duke. Uh, he was, he was Christian Leitner before Leitner. 
Or was that? No, he was before Leitner. Yeah, he was before Leitner. Yeah, he was uh, 85 to 89, right before Leitner, man. Uh, 15 points a game, seven, re- call it seven rebounds a game, three and a half assists. Most versatile, unselfish players in Duke history. Uh, he's sixth career in points, seventh in rebounds, seventh in passing. The only player in top ten of all three categories. Wow. In his junior senior years, Ferry named ACC Player of the Year twice. Uh, ACC Athlete of the Year and All-American Selection. Uh, he won most of the National Player Year awards that year and helped the Blue Devils to Final Four three times before y'all finally won it. But, dude, you talking about another guy that was hated? Danny Ferry was hated. But he was a heck of a player at Duke. Uh, he was Leitner before Leitner. Uh, then who you got number uh, two? Grant Hill. Grant Hill was part of that, you know, back-to-back dynasty. And then his senior year when he stayed and Hurley was gone and Leitner was gone, he led that team back to the Final Four. Was it the Final Four? Leitner? Yeah, uh, yes. Grant Hill. Grant Hill, yes, it was back-to-back. And they played, they played, had to play Purdue in the Elite Eight game against big dog Glenn Robinson. Glenn Robinson, of course, was the first pick that year coming out. And they – I mean, Grant Hill handled – Glenn Robinson handled the big dog and took that team on his shoulders and got him back to the final four. And then the lob he caught in that national championship game when Bobby Hurley threw it from half court and Grant Hill was at like 13 feet. His elbow looked like it was at the top of the square. Go pull it up on those YouTube highlights. I didn't I didn't know Grant Hill had hops like that, but Grant Hill, man, I mean, it first play off the jump from half court, a lob, and he catches it like he's LeBron James. It throws it down and set the tone for the whole game. And Duke went on the roll in that game. I, I, I'm going to talk about him in a second. Uh, number two for me is Christian Leitner. Uh, yes, I have him number two. I got somebody else number one. 16.6 a game, 7.8. Uh, first national title in 91 and second back-to-back years. Uh, of course, they made the Final Four in 90 lost to uh, UNLV. UNLV. Uh, is the only player in NCAA history to start in the Final Four all four years his college years. That's crazy. He owns tournament record. He's number, uh, number three in career points at Duke and total rebounds. Uh, he is Duke's all-time leader in three-point shooting, hitting 48.5%. That's insane. Christian Leitner was a baller in college. His NBA career, I mean, he did end up winning a championship with that Miami team in 06. Um, it wasn't as great as his college career, and that's why for me he's number one. I mean, to this day, anytime they start March Madness NCAA tournament, you see the shot from Leitner. The hill to Leitner, the shot is in. Duke wins. I mean, and this guy is one one of the greatest of all time to play college basketball. Absolutely, multiple time player of the year. Still one of the most hated figures in college basketball history. The man ain't played college basketball in almost 30 years now. And they still. still hate Christian Leitner. Yeah, don't let him come to uh, Spectrum Arena or anything. Man, the man, man gets, booed gets booed for no reason. I don't know about that. For yeah. no reason. He dirty. He ain't. He, he was, oh, he's, he's, he's a dirty. winner, so he's dirty. He's a winner, but he was dirty at the same time. He was a winner. I give him that. Uh, 
Number one for me is Grant Hill, man. I just he he helped the Devils to the championship ninety one ninety two. Then he led Duke to the championship game against Arkansas, and that Arkansas that team Arkansas was loaded. Team was really good. Corliss Wilmerson. I can't remember all the people they had on that team, but they were the definitely running, the running gun they had. Man, you just—it was tough. They were, and then the president even came out to watch that Arkansas team win that championship that year. Yeah, in Charlotte. That was that was a really good team. Really so good team. that's our top five Duke players all time. If you want to tweet us at BSS Carolinas, let us know what you think, or share on your face on our Facebook page. Uh, we'll, next week we'll do top five UNC players. Of all Ooh, time. that'll be fun. Yeah. That's always going to be a fun one, fun debate, especially two guys I don't really care about. <laughs> the you know, damn Tar Heels. The Tar Heels. Uh, and don't forget, we got the ACC tournament coming up in Brooklyn this year. Next year, it's in Charlotte. Back in Charlotte. It's back in Charlotte for one year. Then it goes to Greensboro, I think. Or Atlanta? It might be Atlanta. I think they're going to I think Atlanta. It's Atlanta. Yeah, it's Atlanta. But next year, we get the All-Star Game, NBA, and the ACC Tournament. And we get the first and second rounds of the NCAA Tournament this year. All right, looking at the top 25 real fast, uh, you got Villanova, Virginia, number two, uh, Purdue, three, Duke, four, Michigan State, five, Xavier, six, Kansas, seventh, Cincinnati, eighth, Arizona, ninth, and Texas Tech, tenth. Auburn, man, 19-2, and eleventh. Uh, anything about top 25? They got it right. Villanova played a hell of a game Saturday in Durham. They built the double-digit lead. Duke did fight back in that second half. Virginia's going to be a tough out. They have juniors and seniors. They are a team. They're still undefeated ACC. They have no stars. They know their roles. And they're a veteran-laced squad. And veteran-laced squads do really well when NCAA tournament time comes around because they've been there. They know what each other like to do well. And you've seen the last two years, it's been Villanova won a championship with a late a veteran squad. Carolina won a championship with a veteran squad. And usually that's how it happens. You get those rare years like when Duke won it. Or when Kentucky won it with Anthony Davis and the talent just wheeled out. But most years, the team that wins the NCAA tournament is a veteran team full of juniors and seniors that have played well together and played well all year long and know what it takes. Um, I wouldn't be surprised to see Virginia and Virgin- um, Villanova in the national championship game. I could, The only problem with uh, Virginia is do, can they score? You know enough when it comes tournament time. They're twenty one one. They're ten zero in conference. Their only losses to West Virginia, who is eighteenth, but they were top ten at the time. They lost to them on the road. Uh, but they've they pretty much have demolished. I mean, the Duke game was close, but I mean, you look at most of their games, man. They really haven't. I mean, they hold teams to under fifty five points. Right. So pretty hard. much every time out. They don't kill themselves by turning the ball over recklessly and letting you get in a transition. And on the offensive end, they hold it for 20, 25 seconds, so they keep the pace at the pace that they want to play at. They are really well coached. They know exactly what they're trying to do on the offensive and defensive end. 
Will a team with more talent? The only question is, will a team with more talent be too much for them to handle when it comes late in the tournament, when it gets to Sweet 16, Elite 8 round? My problem with them, though, if you look at their schedule, it's pretty weak. They played UNC once. They played State once. They played Duke once. Uh, they played Clemson once. Uh, they don't have a lot of tough games they played. They, I mean, they played Syracuse twice. Come on, dude. They played Florida State once. At the beginning of the season, I thought they played a couple of tough games. They played Wisconsin. Uh, they beat Wisconsin at home. They played VCU, Monmouth, uh, Vanderbilt, Rhode Island, who is the top 25 team right now. So that looks pretty good. Uh, Lehigh, Davidson, Savannah, Hampton. That's their preseason schedule. That's their preseason Davidson schedule. is, you know, it's okay. They're but okay. Lehigh is okay. Lehigh, Wisconsin, eh. Uh, but. You know, uh, they're beating who's in front of them. Right. That's they're all beating they all the teams, and that's all that matters. I'm talking about they're not playing UNC twice. They're not playing Duke twice. They're not playing NC State twice. They're playing teams like Syracuse twice. They're playing teams like Virginia Tech. Uh, I mean, you know, that's how the conference Virginia Tech broke up. twice. BC, who is questionable. Georgia Tech and Pittsburgh, Louisville, they're playing twice. And no, I know how the conference is made up, but look at the schedule. It's kind of like, eh, you know, they are twenty-one-one. I'm not taking anything away from them. The way they play Saturday in Durham, I thought we had them. I was like, there's no way they're going to hold us under fifty, sixty points, and they held Duke to sixty-five points. They, they are, they are legit, man. No, no, they are legit. I'm sure they're. I just when it comes tournament time, I question them. Because they always choke some point. They are like the Atlanta Falcons. At some point. They're going to show up and not show up. Be who they are. <laughs> Philadelphia Eagles, same thing. They don't show up. Dallas Cowboys right now, they're going to show up and be who they think we think they are. Uh, you got Duke 7-3. Clemson, you know, looks, looking good. Louisville, Miami, Virginia Tech, State, uh, Florida State, Carolina's at 500 in the ACC. Syracuse, Georgia Tech, Boston College, Notre Dame, Wake Forest is two and eight in the conference, and Pittsburgh ain't won a game yet. Danny so, Manning just, you know what I mean, losing John Collins to the league and then losing the other, the Greek guy back to the Greece league. That just threw off everything Wake Forest wanted to do, man. That's very true. Uh, but yeah, we'll, we'll talk some more about it. There's seven games left before the tournament starts. So we'll talk some more about games coming up. And then there's two big games that are happening within like a week or two of each other. Carolina Duke. Duke Carolina. Let's go, let's go, let's go. That is actually, what, next week? It should be coming up pretty soon. The first one anyway. Uh, Let's see here. They have – yeah, because – I don't like the games being so close to each other. They always do it like that every year, man. Well, every usually year. they used to do it like, yeah, that's true. Uh, Carolina, two weeks, February 8th. And then uh, at Carolina, February 8th. And then home to Carolina, March 3rd, the last game of the season. Regular season. Senior night for Grayson Allen. Oh Go out gosh. and support Grayson. We appreciate the four years. I can't believe it's been four years already for you, Grayson. Actually, more importantly, I oh, thank God. 
More importantly, you better get out and say goodbye to Marvin Bagley third. Well, we here. knew he's a one and done. I know. Gary Trent Jr., all those guys. Uh, State coming up, you got Notre Dame at home, Virginia Tech on the road, and Carolina the 10th. So we need to win those three. Those three games coming up for us. Uh, moving into NHL for a minute. NHL All-Star game was this past week. The Pacific Division one. It's a three. I like what they're doing with the three on three tournament format. It's kind of cool. Something different. Okay. Maybe we could do that with NBA. We'll do divisions and take three on three, have a three on three game instead. The big three. <laughs> yeah, have the big three. Uh, you know, we're going to the second half of the season. Uh, right now, Washington's got the most points in the East. Again, of course, they'll choke. Of course. Uh, you got Columbus and Philadelphia is right in the wild card. The Rangers are right there behind them. Uh, out west, Winnipeg has the most points out west. Uh, actually, no, Vegas has the most points out the west. Golden the Golden Knights, the expansion team, has the most. And let me take it back. Actually, Tampa Bay Lightning has the most points in the NHL, 71. And out west, it's Dallas and Minnesota, the last two teams in the wild card. Uh, we'll talk. Maybe we can get our hockey expert on a couple weeks uh, and see if he can make another wager to see if they lose again. Uh, Yami Yager, who's 45, left the NHL to play in the Czech League after Calgary sent him down. He is second all time in points. Big old Yager. I mean, still he's playing, old. Man. What did still he expect? You don't skate as fast as you used to when you're 45. 45. Still playing, though. Still uh, dating 19, 20-year-old girls. Or 20. 21. Not saying we're promoting that. Hey, man, if you still got it and they want to date you, go ahead. Yeah. All right, let's go into two words. And if you're not down with that, we got two words for you. All right, first one is the coach is back in WWE. Johnson Coachman joins WWE Raw commentary team. I was wondering what happened to him. Welcome back. Welcome back. Welcome back. Welcome back. We want to know what happened to him. He's working ESPN. I know, but I ain't seen him on the ESP. I ain't seen you on the ESP in like five years. He hadn't had any. <laughs> yeah, thank you. He hadn't had any uh, shows Oh, because he was doing a radio show for a while with them. Uh, Brady shuts down retirement talk. Why does everyone want me to retire so bad? I don't get it. Because they are nervous for you, Tom. You're old. That's why they want you to retire. Your two words. You're old. Because we want you to stop winning. Stop winning. That's what? That's two words. Uh, the Grammys. Um, too long. I like the performances, but it, it drags on. But too long. Too political. Just too political now. Uh, Royal Rumble. Two words. Royal Rumble. Asian Invasion. Well, that was my two words for the Grammys. But yeah, two Royal Rumble. Asian Invasion. Asian Invasion. 
Way to go. Shout out. Rowdy Ronda. That's my two words. Shout out to who? The Nakamura and uh, Asoma. Oscar. Oscar. Yeah. Uh, definitely. Uh, let's go Maze Runner the movie. Again? Really? Nah. Um, did you see any of the other ones? I did. Did you? I haven't watched any of them. They're okay. Um, Will Stream. Not not that we're condoling that or saying that's the way to get your movies, but come Will on. Stream. Uh, caught up. I'll get caught up on another one, so then I'll watch it. I would say into Right, let's go Bon Voyage to this week's episodes of BSS Carolinas. Like Rock says at the beginning of every episode, you can catch us on Stitcher, Spreaker, iTunes, iHeartRadio, BreakdownSportsShow.com, the Breakdown Sports Show Facebook page. We listen to our shows on Twitter, but just keep listening and we appreciate you, man. See y'all next week. Absolutely. Uh, shout out to Smoochie, James G, ESPN, or Mr. Urban Nerd, 315, you know, all you guys. Hopefully, y'all can come on the show soon. Uh, tomorrow, tomorrow, Ball is Life, I'm going to try to be there. I know they're going to do their show. Uh, and uh, League League of Nations, not League of Nations, what am I talking about League of Nations for? Legion of Greatness. Sorry. Legion of Greatness Legion Network. Legion of Greatness. I was Shout thinking out. about WWE group back in the day. Uh, Legion of Greatness Network. You know, shout out you guys. Uh, I've got a couple. Kevin Towers, longtime exec of the GM of the San Diego Padres from uh, and the D-backs. Passed away at age 56. Uh, Kevin Love out in six, eight weeks. Thoughts and prayers with the family of Rashu Butler and his wife, LaBelle, La uh, who was a singer as well, uh, died in a single car crash early Wednesday morning. He was 38. And he was most recently in the Big Three League. He could score, man. You got to watch out out here on these roads. It's not safe. All right. You got anything else? As always, baby, sports is life. And you can catch us everywhere. Everybody have a great week. Sabis.